That's what it sounded like earlier this week, outside the former Indian Residential School in Kamloops, B.C., where the graves of 215 children have been discovered. Since the news was made public last week, the local First Nation community, the Tekemloops Teshekwimek, have invited the general public to come to their powwow grounds near the burial site each night for a memorial ceremony. It was an invitation the small Jewish community of Kamloops felt a duty to accept. I think as a Jew, as a Jewish person, I just knew that I had to go. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. You've probably seen the images out of Kamloops, British Columbia, and the unspeakable grief of the Indigenous community over proof of the fate of 215 of their children who were taken under official Canadian government policy and forcibly educated at the Indian Residential School in Kamloops. The school operated for nearly 80 years, from 1893 to 1977. Most of that time, the Catholic Church was in charge. The news has put Kamloops in the international spotlight. And across Canada, people have built shrines of pairs of shoes, they've lowered flags, and have brought piles of teddy bears to the steps of Parliament and various city halls in a show of solidarity and respect. Kamloops' Jewish community was able to actually visit with their grieving Indigenous neighbours and friends. Nine members attended the nightly healing and drumming circles in person. Coming up, the president of the Kamloops Jewish community, Heidi Coleman, shares her experience. But first, here's a look at how other members of Canada's Jewish community have been responding. The Jewish Federation of Greater Vancouver says they are devastated and heartbroken to hear the news about the 215 children. The Federation reached out together with CJA, the Centre for Israel and Jewish Affairs, and sent a message of solidarity to the local First Nation community in Kamloops and to the BC branch of the Assembly of First Nations and Reconciliation Canada. The Vancouver Federation posted an official statement on its Facebook page Monday with an orange background symbolizing Indigenous children. The Atlantic Jewish Council called the Kamloops Graves discovery absolutely heartbreaking. They also posted a statement on their Facebook page in orange. And in Ottawa, the Jewish Federation of Ottawa lowered flags at the campus in honor of the missing and dead children. That drumming was recorded by Heidi Coleman Sunday night at the powwow grounds of the Tekemloops Teshekwimuk people in Kamloops. Coleman is the president of the Jewish community in the city, located in the southern interior of B.C. There are about 60 Jewish residents. Coleman and her family moved to Kamloops several years ago from Montreal, and Heidi Coleman joins me now. You personally had the chance to go down and uh, pay your respects at the uh, museum grounds where the near where the bodies were discovered. Tell me a bit about what you did and, you know, what what happened. So it was put out on Facebook that they were having a powwow, a drumming, uh, a healing drumming at the powwow is what they call it. Uh, not far from the residential school, from the powwow, you can see the school. 
It's right on the same grounds. And so I checked with um, Sunny Prairie Chicken, who is my teacher of Chiquetmic Sheen, because I'm learning the language of the Chiquetmic people every Thursday. And I checked with him. I knew he would be drumming. And he said, absolutely, Heidi, you're welcome. You know, some people felt, oh, I don't want to go. I don't go. But I think as a Jew, as a Jewish person, I just knew that I had to go and that I understood that, that it would be open for everyone. You know, it was, there were so many cars driving into it that I don't know if you remember this scene from the end of the movie, uh, the um, Field of Dreams, where you just saw the cars keep coming. I mean, cars were just driving on the highway and into the res reserve and down the road. It was like unbelievable. I could see so many people coming in and we went through, they had, uh, of course, they were COVID safe, but they also had water and coffee for everyone. And when we walked in, it's a huge open air circle. I think I sent you some pictures and the drumming was happening and we just took a seat around the back and uh, I looked around and I could see it was a lot of indigenous people, a lot of people from the community. And then of course, uh, some some white folks inter inter intermixed. And uh, we just sat there, a lot of the, the prayers and the chanting I've heard before. So there was a, sometimes you stood up, sometimes you sat down. They had, it was almost a call out to each other. You had some very young kids that would start off a drumming and start off a song to be responded by an elder who were sitting in the middle on some chairs. And we stayed, uh, we stayed about an hour and a half, and uh, then we walked over to the school, which was really, I could see from, from my eye when I was walking down to the powwow that there was some sort of something in the grass that they had put. And when we got closer, we could see that they had planted these lights that um, illuminate from the solar lamps that you put in your garden to light a pathway and they had put 215 down now it was still light when i was there so i didn't see them illuminated and then there was the, the memorial that's always been there and lots of teddy bears and lots of post-it notes and messages were you aware of the fact that kamloops had the largest residential school when you moved there so no, I did not know that one before I moved here, but when I moved here, you can't miss it. You can see the school, it looks like, I'm sure you've seen pictures by now, it looks like a, a very large red brick building. I've been in it because it houses the museum. And uh, so, and it's well known that it, that it um, closed like one of the latest, like in 76 or something like that. Uh, you know, it's what's interesting, what I learned from living here is that my mother had taught Canadian history at the what was then the Protestant School Board or the English Montreal School Board. She taught for like so many years and won awards for teaching, but never did she teach anything about the 60s scoop or about the missing children. And when, when she called me about it, and we've talked about this many times, she said, wasn't in the curriculum. We didn't even know about it. So I learned so much about just living in BC where, where they talk a lot about the 60s scoop, like people have said, you know, this moment might be manufactured in the sense that people are talking about it this week. But if you asked any elder, or I have um, an indigenous person on my board, he'll say, George will say, oh my God, you go into the museum and you hear the kids crying. Your community felt that it needed to make a statement. Yet yeah. You, do you want to tell us what you, you said? You know, I'm really not going to talk about 
our own Holocaust and genocide. I think it's clear when it comes from the Jewish community what that means. But I just we're just writing to say that we stand with you, uh, and uh, I'm having different people add some text to it, and just to talk about how um, you know what that uh, you know one one loss is terrible. Two fifteen. That you know this is this is the loss of their culture, of the future of kids. You know that could have become something, and also you know to as a mother as a woman just to not uh, understand how your child goes missing and you don't know um, where they've been and, and looking for people to um, to take responsibility for it. This is where the, the world is focused right now on Kamloops. I know. How is it for you to to do to be so close and be able to do something? Yeah, well, I, oh my God, it's, I wouldn't even want to say a privilege, but it's just definitely a duty. I felt a duty. I just knew. I said this morning, yesterday morning, I said, okay, I'm going. And then, you know, some people said, well, just check. Are you welcome? You know, being, you know, keep your colonial white face out of there. And I don't feel like a colonizer because I don't, as Jews, we, we don't, especially obviously here in Canada with our history. But I, I just think, yeah, that I wanted to come and stand there and show up and people to know that, that other people care and other communities care. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Just to let you know, we're working on some great stories in the coming days, and you'll hear them on the podcast. First, Canadian Jews were granted full civil rights on June 5th, 1832 well before Jews in other British Commonwealth countries got them. We're taking a look at how far we've come and what challenges remain. Plus, it's Anne Frank's birthday coming up on June 12th. Edmonton's Jewish community is marking the anniversary by touring the house where she hid from the Nazis. And we'll end the episode now with more of Heidi Coleman's recording of The Drumming Circle. 